a steamy story, a classic bodice ripper, a risque passage. We love them all, but here are a few things to consider before writing that sexy scene. Hi, beautiful writers. I'm Autumn Bardot with quick tips and author inspiration. And today I have seven tips about writing that sexy scene. Now, I do also have a 40-minute discussion with another author, and I have linked that in the description box below. But I know a lot of people don't have 40 minutes to take out of their day. So that's why I decided to make this a much shorter video. If you haven't already, I would love, love, love if you would hit that subscribe button and then that notify bell. And if you've already subscribed, thank you so much. I've written two traditionally published historical books. Classy erotica means there's a story. Legends of Lust, Erotic Myths from Around the World is a collection of stories, myths that I've made x-rated. Confessions of a Sheba Queen, same thing, an erotic retelling of that enigmatic Queen of Sheba. But I've also written historical fiction that is more R-rated. For my other pen name, they're more R-rated too. The dramedy that is my current project is more of a PG-13? Yeah, I think so, PG-13. So I've written from X-rated all the way down to PG-13. But you know what? The seven tips really don't change all that much. So here they are. Number one, make it consensual. <laughs> this is a biggie. I know there are a lot of indie authors who write about non-consensual sex. And I guess they can do that, whatever. But for the most part, I don't think a lot of people really find rapey scenes and languages very sexy. In the traditional publishing world, that's a big no-no. No rapey language, no rapey scenes. It needs to be consensual. That's if you want to make it sexy. Be careful of words like ravage. I mean, it sounds great, but it can come off a little rapey. Not too many people are going to put up with rapey sounding language. Number two, advance the plot. If it's not advancing the plot, what's it in there for? In another video, I gave a scene checklist and I'll link that in the box below too. See if your sexy scene is fitting some criteria of that scene checklist. If it is, you're good. If it doesn't meet any of those, once again, what's it doing in there? Is the sexy scene acting as a pivot point? Is it providing emotion, complexity, conflict, characterization? Any of those things are good. Number three is my hands down personal favorite. Maybe because I teach literary analysis. Yeah, probably. I like to amplify characterization with my sexy scenes. Every story is about a flawed character. And with that flawed character, they want to achieve something. They have a quest, they have a desire. It's not necessarily sexy or erotic either. So like any good story, that character's needs drive the story forward. 
And it's from their actions that the sexy scenes emerge. For me, even the erotica I write, I write the story first and the sexy scenes arise from their actions. In other words, the story comes before the spice. But that's me. You may do it differently. How do you amplify characterization with sex? Hmm. What is the sex or the sexy scene saying about the character or their partner or their relationship? Is the character growing? Not that way. Is the sexy scene providing a more nuanced portrayal of the character? Does the scene reflect their struggles, needs, or desires? Are the characters breaking cultural taboos, personal boundaries, societal rules and expectations? If they are, those are going to give the reader clues into the character's journey, into the character's transformation. Is the act taboo and why do they break it? Is the act selfish, loving? This is important. You have an opportunity with the sexy scene to really reveal a lot about your character. Are they shy, adventurous, demanding, selfish? You can really show a person's true personality. Often how and why a character has sex can reveal their motivations, their dreams, their weaknesses, their strengths. I think sexy scenes are like a cool kind of sneaky way of giving your reader a glimpse into another side of your character. Number four, ditch the cringeworthy words and phrases. There is so much that can go horribly, horribly wrong when you write a sexy scene, especially if you want to describe the act itself. Instead of drawing the reader into this sensual moment, the wrong words or phrases can just make a reader go, ooh, that's not sexy. In reality, anything can be made sexy or sensual. Here's an example, and I'm going to read it. So I've made drinking a cup of coffee sexy. Hey, coffee is sexy. Beth's hand gripped the cup of coffee, its heat sinking deep into her skin. She lifted the mug to her lips and let its steamy sweetness caress her senses. She was but one drop of bliss away from succumbing to its arousing effects. Beth touched her greedy lips to the rim, swallowed the liquid heat, and let its potency glide down her eager throat. Ooh. <laughs> that was a lot of fun to write. And I did it with my coffee. It's the words, the rhythm, and the flow of the sentence, the imagery, that all give it that sexy edge. Five. Less is more. Yeah, you heard me right. Sometimes it's what's not described or described in a way that allows the reader's imagination to kick in. That makes that scene super sexy. The author trusts the reader's experience, their knowledge, and their appetites to fill in the gaps. A more sexually adventurous reader is going to fill in those gaps in ways you probably never imagined. Or maybe you did. A much more reserved innocent reader is going to read it much differently as well. 
but really a reader's imagination is boundless. So you're giving them leeway. You're giving them permission to take your few words, your images, and go with it. Together, a writer's words and a reader's interpretation lead to powerful visualizations beyond what the mere sentence conveys. One review for The Impaler's Wife, it really made me laugh. The person wrote, the author is obsessed with S&M. I laughed. There are maybe three scenes that use pretty vague language to suggest that. Obviously, the reader visualized well beyond what I actually wrote. Wonder why. Number six is include sensory detail. Sight, touch, sound, smell. and all the emotional feels. Pull the reader into the character's mind and into their skin. Make sure when you use those descriptors that make sure they resonate with time, place, and culture. Seven, put the extra in the ordinary. My neighbor once told me, I wish my husband would just throw me up on the wall and do it. It's always the same old, same old, honey, can we, you know, later, wink, wink. Ordinary is boring. Give extra to your steamy scenes. Quick can be sexy. A long length of time can be sexy. Different places can be sexy. Position, level of naughtiness. Give your reader a little extra in the ordinary, which means make it extraordinary. So those are our seven tips, but I also have a recipe for that, which I will include in the box below, but I will give you my sexy scene recipe. And really, trust me, I do this. Ingredients, characters with goals, dreams, faults, and strengths. A plot, antagonists, and struggles. Sensual descriptions. Sensual and consensual suggestive moments. Language that allows the reader to bask in the emotional and physical pleasure of the character. Sexual experiences beyond the ordinary. Stir it all together. Add spice and sweetener as necessary. And rewrite a multitude of times. <laughs> That's it. Seven tips and my recipe. Thanks for watching. If you haven't already, I would love if you would hit subscribe and notify. And if you liked my tips and the recipe, please give it a thumbs up. It all kind of helps with the algorithms and things. Remember, if you want a longer discussion, it will be in the description box below. I've also linked all of my books and their heat level in case you're interested. So remember writers, to dream, create, and embrace. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.